We're recording Cyberpunk Pixel Squared Edition with special guest. Me? Yeah, you. you. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Sophie. <laughs> you're the, you're the, I think the first guest we've ever had on this show. I think oh, so really? too. We've gotten close yeah. to having guests, but they. We, we've almost had guests and they've, they, they, they just haven't lined up, but this is, I oh, think, I the first it. time we've had someone else on this show. Well, well we're very lucky. Oh, well, uh, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm definitely on it then. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I think also for a while, because we're discussing porn, it was kind of like we didn't want to have just anybody on the show because what are they going to say? Yes. We don't know. We've, we've, the conversation we've had about guests before has been like, do they pass the vibe che a check that, like... <laughs> It's not gonna be weird to talk about sex with them there and then be like, oh, n oh no, it turns out that you you scare me to talk about sex with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually have plans for doing a video eventually about the delineation between porn and other media and uh, the kind of what I would argue is kind of an imaginary barrier between porn and other media, like people really think of it as a completely wholly different thing but there are lots of ways in which it's the same and and ways that we should think of it as the same like the ways that it can affect what you like the way that it can kind of give you stories and make you think about things in it's it's the same as other stories in, in that Wait, regard, this this is what this show is here to be about is like hey yeah we're going to talk about like yeah they did they did some sex and that was maybe a sexy they did but also you know let's talk about the plot significance of the things that are going on <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> I my, think that... my plan to cram it into like my, my, my plan is to cram all that discussion into an analysis of the webcomic alfie um, oh wow yeah <laughs> yeah i think even like when you're talking about the difference between what you would consider porn versus nudes like mm. nude modeling and how like if you can take the same picture and just make it black and white it's suddenly considered artistic it, and not porn to some people like the the entry-level version of this discussion that i always that, that i think everyone's had at some point is what is the technical difference between someone in a swimsuit versus underwear yeah it's all about the context that you apply to a lot of this stuff john berger has a lot of writing and ways of seeing about the difference between um the nude as an art form and nakedness like that essentially the nude is itself a style of dress and that it's, it's a way that a body is presented and like a lot of the time in classical paintings like specifically for a whole era of classical paintings women would be holding mirrors because and that was like a, an essential accessory to the nude because it was like really vital to have a the women portrayed themselves as vain so that other people didn't feel self-conscious staring at them in the painting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, See, we're, we're yeah. cyberpunk sex scenes today when this is one of those weeks where we're not talking about, you know, external pornographic material being created. This is <laughs> stuff that is in the video game, which is, I think, in many ways just as pornographic, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, CDPR are really a boundary-pushing video game porn I, company. I, I, I will say, before we get into the specific videos this week, um, one of my first thoughts that I couldn't shake when going through these videos was, it's sort of, 
it's sort of laughable to look at this and then to think about games in the past that have been described as pornography. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it made me think about the whole, like, oh no, Mass Effect is an alien porn simulator. That whole discussion. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then the person who was most loudly against it actually ended up watching one of the sex scenes, and they were like, oh, I retract what I said. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's really funny. Or, like, God of War, and, like, the whole thing is off-screen, and you're just, like, watching people's reactions to something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we, to we, be fair, we... as a teenager, I did get horny playing the sex minigames. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, I'm getting those orbs. <laughs> As a teenager, you'll get horny about just about anything, so that's, that's fair. Which, which, game was, which game was it we talked about a while back? I think it was one of the Assassin's Creed's where you can sort of look over a wall and almost see a sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love covering those on this show because it's like when you go further and further back, it's like you run into all these scenes that at the time were considered like really racy and lewd, and you watch them now and you're like, Oh, so this God of War scene that's supposed to be an orgy is actually just you see women walking towards a bed and then they're off screen and like that's it. You break a vase. <laughs> yeah, right. that's the, you break the vase. That's the important part. Whereas by contrast, like I was talking to my girlfriend about the Matrix sequels and I was talking about the orgy in Zion and she was like, "It's not an orgy. It's just a big party." And I'm like, "You need to watch some of the shots a bit more closely." There's just a lot of people like having sex um. <laughs> uh, so yeah where do we want to start this week do we want to do we want to talk about the the videos one by one as we usually do and then sort of talk about more overall thoughts uh, when when we get to there is that a good way to do this week that's how you usually do it yeah, yeah i think it's always good to like go through the videos one by one so that since people aren't maybe aren't seeing them and yeah. we always recommend that if you are not up to going on pornhub to just listen to what we tell you about them <laughs> yeah but it, that's that's the idea is we'll go through each of the videos and we can talk about the the individual ones and then that will probably give the grounding that we can do some of the more over overview sort of stuff mm -hmm. uh so where, sh where should we start this week um uh i'll i'll pick one i'm being i'm feeling decisive today apparently um judy alvarez is yeah. the first character we're going to talk about who uh is a character who you can only have sex with with as the game describes it a character that has a female voice and a female body type is i believe the game's yeah. delineation for it which I, again there's there's a lot there's a lot to be said about this game being like yeah trans trans character creators anyway let's talk in very binary terms about who will fuck you well yeah. i mean the trans character creator is still itself very binary and like it's still, yeah you really do just have the two options but um for what it's worth uh, oh god i'm being the cyberpunk defender here already um for what it's worth the game doesn't call it a female body or a male body the game just has two body types and then like the walkthroughs and like the that, the, the that is a, yeah. stuff. Oh, that, that, is, that is fair. <laughs> I am probably taking this off of off of walkthrough rather than the game itself. Yeah, but yeah. you know what other well, game point. did that? Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town let you choose your body type and like they had different words for it and then after you did the character creator they ask you what your gender is. Nice. So you say uh, I did better really because yeah. I just I'm just saying I was just like there's other games who are up at that level and oh, I was yeah. just like con just doing a little shout out to Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town 
You don't uh, even have to give your gender until after character customization. It's um, really weird what Cyberpunk's done there because it's just like um, I touch on this in my script that I just finished, but like um, obviously after that absolute catastrophe of a pronoun selector that it's linked yeah. to your voice, yes. I was obviously playing the game with my ears pricked up for any lines that refer to V in the third person, and there are barely any. <laughs> And, like, yeah. any of them could have been changed to say they, obviously. Yeah. But all of them could have just been removed or, like, worked around. And you can obviously still have characters who are kind of, like, delineated by their sexuality and, and won't sleep with you uh, depending on your characteristics. But, like, yeah. they actually could have recorded fewer lines, saved that money. I mean, and that's... not brought the outrage that, that way. That is so often the case for so many things. Just, it's easy. Yeah. Just, just, just do it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what did people think of this Judy Alvarez scene? Yeah, Has so, a... really Sorry. quick, though, I do want to give the title of the video for anybody who wants yes. to look it up. So, this is on Pornhub. It is called Judy Sex Scene, Cyberpunk 2077, No Spoilers, 1080p, 60fps. So... So do you want like that, that very the... specific thing? <laughs> Wait, do we have to give no spoilers? Because I was going to talk oh, about Oh, no, spoilers. we can be as spoiler as we like. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay, right. Because, like, the game, building up to this, I don't know if everyone else has played, but, like, it has a very, very sapphic romance. And, like, it's almost comical. But, like, it's not over the top. It doesn't feel stereotyped. It feels like someone who really understands, like, wrote it. And it's, yeah. like, really cool, just... like it's this person who's like very she's very reclusive and she just like works in the basement doing programming and then you meet her and there's like a, a bit of a vibe and then like you do there's a whole plot together and then after that she like takes you scuba diving in the reservoir where her where like where she used to live before it was dammed up and then you like move in with her immediately after the <laughs> uh, and you have like an old cottage by the lake it's all very like um um, bottom face emoji kind of yeah. mood mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah, and see, like that—that that all extends to the sex, the sex scene, because like yeah. it is built up with a lot of like very longing looks, slight smiles, mm -hmm. tender handholds. Um, mm -hmm. I think the most sapphic possible thing you can have in porn, which is the being gently led by the hand towards the bedroom by the woman who's sort of leading <laughs> you forward. Like it's. There is so much about this that is like tender and gentle and feels so not not male gazy. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've never seen um, in this uh, status of game, uh, so called AAA game, like yeah. uh, sex, like or for that matter, like a lot of films, like fingering. Like that was something yeah. that I noticed about the sex scene was that like there's fingering, like oral sex is something that is like a lot more commonly just around like but in terms of like yeah like how sapphic sex is portrayed on screen like i don't know bound maybe might be another example but i'm kind of honestly kind of scratching my head trying to think of well, we'll see when maybe benedetta comes out or something but i really like it's i'm 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 really scraping the barrel trying to think of examples the <clears throat> the Sarah sex scene from Dragon Age Inquisition, I don't think it had fingering, but her face was wet when coming up from between the Inquisitor's <laughs> oh. thighs. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to put out that they put the wetness yeah. on her face. Oh, 
what one thing I like about the the way the fingering shot in this is handled is that uh, the player's hand is guided down by Julie, uh, by Judy, which is a really nice way to establish yeah. enthusiastic consent without having to say anything. Is like, mm -hmm. no, 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 she's encouraging you to do this. It's also just hot for them yeah. to do that. Like that's just that's great. I love that. And like, does and this is the thing I was saying before. Like we do get messages from porn uh, the same way we get from all stories and. It's just cool. It's a cool to show people like having good, as you say, like enthusiastic consensual sex. It's cool. It's just good that way. Like it's also yeah. just in this particular scene is really interesting to me when you know obviously we're gonna go through the rest of the videos, but when you contrast the vibe yeah. of this scene compared <laughs> to the vibes of the other scenes, mm -hmm. it's like the difference is pretty stark in it's... terms of the emotions that I feel like are being yeah. conveyed here. This Fine. feels yeah. like, by such a wide margin, the most well thought out of these <laughs> sex scenes. And it's yeah. it's nice to see the the sapphic romance option be the one that gets the most care and attention. I think yeah, this certainly. this is the romance that was infamously documented by someone who posted on the cyberpunk forum of, on Reddit, saying how depressed they were that they played and finished cyberpunk while <clears throat> romancing Judy. This was from a man. And then they restarted the game and Judy didn't remember them and they were like upset at cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. At cyberpunk, the game, like for them making a game that made him fall in love with a character that wow. didn't remember him. And That's I was like, goodness. bro, I know we're in a pandemic, but you need to go touch some grass today. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. You, you know what my this man into a touch starved lesbian stuff. You know what my favorite bit of this is, and like I I usually don't find the combination of smoking and sex to be a particularly sexy thing, but them stopping in the middle of this to just have a, a naked smoke together before getting back to the sex. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it too. I don't know if because I thought it was over as well and then it it was uh I thought that meant it was the end of the scene and then it starts up again, which I thought was really cool. I, th yeah. I think that's part of it is that it's it, it sets up an expectation of where you are in the scene and then it subverts it, which is good use of tropes. I don't know if everyone else felt that they were smoking weed. I did, but that, oh. maybe that's just me. <laughs> oh no, that was the same vibe I got. I also, okay, cool. I feel like the... It's... Because like... Smoking has like certain connotations, I feel like, mm -hmm. when especially in the context of sex. And what this really made me feel like was that they're just kind of like reveling in each other and like taking their time I... and like, oh, yeah. we're gonna smoke in the middle and then get back to it, as opposed right. to it... rushing yeah. through it, it being very fast and furious. It's... Which, again, like... to crunch. Yeah. yeah, like, again, contrasting against other scenes when we get to them, but, like, there is a very kind of, like, fast and furious feeling, <laughs> like, very, like, yeah. um, getting it done kind of vibe in other scenes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. The, the other thing I thought about the smoking scene is that usually when you see smoking associated with sex, it's usually men smoking after heterosexual sex. Mm. And it's usually a, well, I'm done, so we're done sort right. of aftermath moment and mm -hmm. it was interesting to see it portrayed in a very different way it's like no this is something we are sharing that is not a yeah. i'm i'm done stop it now go away but it was a we'll take a break together sort of thing it was 
It's just a very different setting for that. Well, it's like, again, assuming that it's, it's assuming they're getting high, like, um, it's, it's kind of nice, like, uh, getting high when you have sex, like, is such a different lens on everything and such a different vibe because it's just kind of experientially a different thing. And I think, uh, Laura, you already hit it on the head when you said, like, um, that it feels like they're just taking their time to appreciate each other. And that, I think, to me, like, adds to that the idea that they're, like, they already had sex and now they're kind of, like, trying something else like trying a another experience together like this is a good this is a good good one this it goes kind like of downhill a, a little bit from here i like it a lot when you said you were going to start with it i was like hmm okay i here's the thing i i feel like it's it's maybe important to start with this one because it feels important to the others because so many of the others we are going to probably discuss in terms of by comparison <laughs> Yeah, that's it's totally like, true. There is it. This sets up the contrast for like the the, the differences to a lot of what comes after. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did anyone else have anything else they wanted to say about this one? I think I'm good. Yeah. Do we want to go on yeah. to uh, what is her name? Panem. Uh, yeah, Panem Palmer. <laughs> the starkest possible contrast. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to? explain this one oh, or actually do you okay. want to name the video first yeah so this one is also on Pornhub it's just called Cyberpunk Penam um or <laughs> you know what this reminds me of the sex scene from Indigo Prophecy aka uh. um Fahrenheit <laughs> zombie fucking the zombie fucking yeah the lighting <laughs> just gives me energy of like why does David Cage make games where gorgeous successful women are like you seem like an like actually charged to be a serial killer, people are on the look for you, and I want to take care of you and have sex or with you. Or you're dead. You're dead, and you're <laughs> and cold. I'm, and I'm gonna fuck you anyway. In a train car. Yeah. So this is, like, is this like like a car that they're in? So they're in like a like an Evangelion tank. Like yeah. they you wire into it, so it's you have a nerve connection with the tank and with each other, and you feel what each other feel. Um, which conceptually can be cool, ah. not executed well. It's it's a great concept because it's got the same sort of appeal as like uh, in terms of other video game examples, the mind melding sex stuff with Liara and Mass Effect. Maybe mm -hmm. it's the the two of us are mentally and sensory connected. We are going to experience something deeper than the physical. Yep. Great idea. In practice, this scene just has the energy of. Let's do a quickie in the back of the car before anyone yeah. sees. Yeah, and like, we're, yeah. it's like they're climbing over on top of each other, and like, I kept looking at the roof and being like, how do they actually have room to like do anything and actually <laughs> crawl across the console onto each other? Um, there just also, isn't enough room. Yeah, and a like, lot of this is also using kind of like a night vision looking filter, which yeah, sounds exactly. cool, but it makes their faces look kind of weird in yeah. parts. I feel like I'm watching The Matrix. It's of, uh, the Matrix yeah. would do it sexier than this. Come on, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. The yeah. Right, the Matrix kind of makes sex look a little disgusting. To be honest, yeah. everyone's in some sort of sweat mud pile, and I'm like, is wow. this hot? No, they're all slimy. And then they're like, yeah, look at these back holes. And I'm like, I don't want to look at the back holes. This, this, this is just like we'll have a. To agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> this, 
I, what I'll say about this scene is it is very, 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 very jump cut heavy. That's it, true. And that, I think, dictates so much of the perceived pace of the scene, is yes. that it never lingers on any shot for more than a second or so. Yeah. Um, particularly so when it comes to any any shots where sexualized body parts are visible. Um, it will cut past them before you've had a chance to take in that they're there. Yeah, it is actually hard to process the visual information at points. And it, it jumps... Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, and it jumps back and forth timeline-wise as well. Like, it's not one consistent sex narrative. You know what it makes it feel like with all the jump cuts? It makes it feel like, as opposed to we're going to compare here the scene with Judy, which feels like a sex scene. This feels like someone made porn. This feels like a music video. You know, because it jumps like all over the place. And like, it doesn't feel like two people actually like having sex with each other. It feels like somebody made a video to show two people fucking. This looks like an yeah. Apex twin music video. That <gasps> makes sense. This, this looks like when we stumble upon those video, uh, video game porn music videos where they've tried desperately to get the cuts to go in time with a piece of music that's <laughs> too fast. Oh, that makes sense. Can I. Can I contextualize because i think it honestly makes yeah. it work like go ahead go Pan ahead is one of the best characters in the game in my opinion the potential for romance with her is fantastic uh the relationship with her doesn't live up to the relationship with judy in in the wider context of the game either but but she's still great and she's a nomad so she lives in a fucking out in the open, under the starry sky, or in a tent, or whatever. There are so many opportunities for great sex scene locations, and they chose to do it in this cramped little cockpit. It's so rancid. It sucks. It's just like, you could have done so many good things with this, and you did this. Yeah. It really has the energy of, like, we stole a sports car and we don't know how to put the top down, but we're going to fuck in it anyway, even though there's not enough space to crawl on top of each other. I mean, even yeah. speaking of, like, a more claustrophobic vibe, like, there's a bit uh, that's sort of just before this where, like, you're in a sandstorm, in a like, in a shack in a sandstorm and you can't go anywhere together. And it's like, the vibe of that is quite cozy and nice. The vibe of this is just so sterile and, like, clinical. Yeah. Like, what this scene, I think, needed is, like, lean in more to the fact that these two are wired into each other's nerves, that they can yeah. feel what each other feel. Like, yes. this is a scene that, again, would have, have benefited, I think, from that slower, more tender uh -huh. exploration vibe. Because, like, uh -huh. that's the thing that, that seems interesting about that scene is, you know, you could touch yourself somewhere and they'd feel it, and you could that, that could lead to some interesting shared Which experiences. I think they do a little alluding to that themselves, them rubbing themselves, but I think that, like, but, they don't linger on it, yeah, and then yeah. it's like... And they, and don't do, it's, they don't do wide enough shots for you to clearly see that's what's Because happening. where would the wide shots go? Because it's such a small space. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I mean, getting kind of a bit, a bit straight to it, like, if one of them comes, the other one would feel it, right? So... Yeah. You... There's such good potential here. It's so annoying. It's, it's just like... It's, it's a scene of wasted ideas. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you could have made this really, like, like euphoric feeling and, like, yeah. an, other, an out of body kind of experience, and instead mm -hmm. it just kind of looks like... I don't know. It... 
it could have like it's the kind of thing where I'd have been much more interested in seeing like both both of them have their hands on each other caressing a body than I would here's jump cut jump cut jump cut fuck 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 here's a comparison here's a comparison the Black Mirror episode with the fighting game yes oh yeah they can't feel what each other feel but that has a really strong gender aspect where, you know, here, uh, so you can only romance Pan Am as quote unquote male V. Um, mm. and well, that body if, type. Right. Yeah. So if you're wired into each other, then you've got like two different body types feeling what each other feel in the ways yeah. that they feel different things. And so there's certainly that same dynamic going on in that Black Mirror episode where the guy's friend plays as a woman um and that i think does frame the sex as quite euphoric and quite like yeah look at all the gender i'm doing here it's so interesting and fun and sexy um, oh now you've just made me want to go rewatch that episode <laughs> yeah it's a great episode it's, yeah it's not perfect but it's interesting uh-huh. um yep. funny story i watched that at ep- that specific episode on a first date with somebody who had never seen Black Mirror before, and I hadn't seen the episode yet, and I was like, hey, do you want to like check it out? They was like, yeah, oh, I've always wanted to watch the show. And so we put it on not knowing what the episode's going to be about. We get to that part, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I love that episode. It's so good. Uh, uh, did anyone else have any thoughts about, about this one? Do we want to cu- move on to the uh, river scene? It can do, yeah. Yeah. I like this one. This is Cyberpunk 2077 River Romance Uncensored on YouTube. And I liked it in terms of just, I don't know who this character is. We didn't get that far in the game. Yeah. But I do enjoy the whole, like, we need to find somewhere to fuck. Oh, there's people around. And they keep getting distracted of, like, uh, is yeah. someone coming? And they're like, no, shh, quiet. It, it's, so, like, it's, it's, it builds up the scene playfully. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So like River is like a sensitive, big, big buff, sensitive, nice guy, and he lives in a uh, trailer park with his poor family, and that's like the vibe of like trying to be quiet because there are like family members around, people in the other room. It was very reminiscent for me, honestly, like just of like younger years when I, you know, just was like living at home, and it's just like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of really like that vibe. Yeah. It's a shame he's a cop. I fucking hate that. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You but, don't um, get to make cops playful and sweet. No. Exactly, exactly. It's it's like everything except for him being a cop. Like if it weren't for that, everything I like everything else except for that. Um, although I did also think there was an element to this which was still quite like the Pan Am scene. I think I said to Laura in my original notes that everything, a lot of the scenes feel kind of fighty. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. because it feels be- and the reason for that is that um, it's an issue that you have in drawing sex it's an issue that you have in animating sex and filming sex is like um, when people are in one position for a long time it's like visually uninteresting and yeah. so you want to have them change around it plays a lot better in something like a sex comic because a different panel is just a different panel and you can just they just oh they're in a different location position whatever it's fine but like with film it's like it they just change positions so much that it doesn't feel like they're having fun yeah <laughs> unless, 
Yeah, because they're, they're never yeah. in one position for any amount of time. Well, and I think that we've seen a lot of videos on this show where it's kind of like they're switching back and forth between the positions so fast that, like, if you actually think about, okay, if I was actually having this sex, <laughs> would I be getting enough time to build up any momentum yeah. in one of these right. positions? Yeah. I thought like, they were doing jump cuts to be like, look, they're doing sex for a really long time. Here's all the depictions of this. Because this isn't porn, so the... the, uh, the goal is not to specifically make us have an orgasm by ourselves yeah. but to give us yeah. the idea that these two characters had an extremely long sex session with lots of different positions right I, and i would i would get that but I, I i feel maybe it's just subjective but like my feeling was that that wasn't the impression that came across like uh there are there's, so there's a cut earlier in the scene when they are sneaking to river's bedroom trying not to wake anybody up and the motion on the preceding shot is going down the hall and the motion in the next shot is coming through the door so we understand that we've missed some time in between but like the jump cuts later on it's more like um v's on top of river having sex and then cut to v's on top of river having sex and uh. now v gets off and it's just kind of like the implied time in between like i, I don't know like it, it could just be that they, they meant that and it didn't come across for me but for me it just felt like it didn't feel like they were cutting out time in between and they were having you know a long time I, yeah I, I feel what you maybe need in that this was lacking is if you're going to have a cut to impl imply that time has moved forward it needs to be a different like a very different position or something that is very obviously not a continuation of what was just happening whereas the cut here is between two very similar things yeah, yeah. well uh, there's like a couple there's a couple cuts like in the scene where v has their hand over river's mouth mm. and there's actually not really i'm uh, assuming unless they had their arm there for like a half an hour there's not <laughs> really like a huge amount of time between those cuts it it kind of just is like more like stylistic cuts like, That's what exactly it yeah. feels like. It's just stylized, like with the Pan Am scene. One thing I will mm. say I really like about this, actually, though, is where River goes to the door and closes the door, and there's that big mirror, and you get to mm. see your character fully yeah. naked on the bed. And I like that. Yeah. I wish you could see the junk, but the, otherwise it was. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this was a point I was going to bring up, which is for a game that was like so, so big on like. Custom genitals, custom genitals. <laughs> genitals are nowhere to be seen in these scenes. Shall I, shall I, I do a like... tangent here to talk about it? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. This is in my script a little bit. So the ESRB rating has a really, really weird distinction that I looked into, where um, genitals can be in the non-play space, for example, an inventory screen. <laughs> Or a character creator, but if they are in the place in the if they are in the space where you are playing, it is pornographic. It, oh. Again, it's like that you know that adage like porn is uh, you know I'll, I'll know it when I see it kind of thing. Yeah. But like, uh, I it's but realistically, like okay. people are trying to legislate it, and they come up with so, really weird rules like this. So, so you're allowed to stand naked, not doing sex, and being just yes. stood there naked. But yeah. the second that you do sex, now that nudity is porn nudity, and it's yes. bad nudity but, now. And here's, here's an interesting thing. If the person is naked in a space that you can interact with, then it's considered 
adult only by ESRB, and they were going for an M rating, not an AO rating. Mm. So, oh wait, but then an example like during early on the, in the sex game, scene, can yeah. they show a piece a, a genital? Because I saw what's her face's vagina during Johnny's flashback. Yeah. I saw that too, and I do wonder about that because they've been really careful in like all the other f scenes. And I don't know what that's about because they're, they're really, really careful about their framing really deliberately. You know what uh, it might be is that we're not technically the player character in that moment and we're not in control. You can't interact. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, well, it's a flashback. Yeah. So you're not yeah. technically the main character anymore. Yeah. Also, but a good, a good uh, illustration of the, the distinction is that in the uh, mission where you're getting the person rescued by trauma team uh, and the people who have been operated on by the scavers... Um, there is someone who is like propped up standing up over in the corner and you can go over and actually look and their genitals are like in shadow and all smooth. Mm. And it's because they were trying to avoid that rating distinction. And it's only ESRB. I checked this out like Peggy, yeah. like they have the highest rating and so on. But yeah, sorry. So that's my tangent. And in my video, I make a point that some of the bugs do introduce the genitals into the player space, which I... It's arguable that they are running afoul of ESRB there and, you know, could yeah. be in So I made a video a few years ago about penis mm. representation in video games. Mm. And yes. how the only time you ever see penises is in the context of fear. Like when mm. you're being attacked or your penis is in danger, like if you have one. Or, and they, they're never really shown in, like, safe, comfortable situations. Yeah. Or, like, oh, I get to see a penis. We're going to have sex. It's usually, oh. like, if a pe penis haver is shown to be vulnerable or being attacked or yeah. killed. So, like, some example. Or scary, like, if the penis is attached to a monster. So yes, it's either like uh, the the order being an example Absolutely. of that, the yeah. werewolf with the penis out. Yeah, yes. and and also the vampire, the very first vampire you see, he's eating yeah. someone and his penis is out. And in that same game, there's also someone that you kill with their penis out. So right. and in um, Outlast, the DLC, the groom puts your penis in danger. Um, and in the regular Outlast, there's two characters with really big penises who are trying to kill you. Blah, so, blah, blah. Wait a second. I don't, so I don't know why the phrase M? put... Yes, but my, my point is they were all showing penises as a tool to make you afraid yeah. instead of something to make you happy. I know. I, mainly, yeah. I was trying to distinguish between, um, like, so in, even in that context where you're not interacting with those characters, it's still rated M. It is interesting because those actually are characters that you are interacting with in is, real time, but they're allowed to be that way because the penis isn't sexual. It's is, something scary. Yeah, that, maybe that's part of the distinction is as long as it's clear this thing wants to murder you, it doesn't want to have sex, therefore genitals are fine. Or it's a penis being murdered. Well, this is something that I liked about like all of this... Uh is exactly what I was liking about the character creator and the ability to make a woman with a penis because like it did feel like you know it's not presented in a, in a especially positive sense it's not it's it's completely detached from any kind of story but it was just like in a comfortable space where I'm just making my own body and it just felt like hey look I, that's my that's my penis that's the that's cool yeah um Going back to the river scene in terms of like some specifics that are in it, one thing that this game loves to do, apparently, is um, 
if you are playing a sex scene where you are a a quote-unquote female character uh mm. the same happens with the judy scene um there is a lot of uh you will be led by the hand and you will be the submissive person in this scene yeah which is like not necessarily bad i i don't mind that in these scenes but it is like there is a very clear like um binary gender will lock in whether you are dominant or submissive in a scene there was a note yeah there is like quite a noticeable thing of like um i don't know yeah it's definitely there and in a later scene we'll get to with or maybe the next one but like carrie like you're you're a man so you're a top so you know it's like yeah like it, it, it wouldn't necessarily be you wouldn't necessarily be representing very much if you had the positions yeah. reversed in that scene because it, but, because it's POV. But it yeah. would be revolutionary to people to be able to be like, yeah, to have to have the player as a yeah. player character be a bottom. Because I yeah. Do we move on? And this seems that. that we can talk about it. Well, yeah, this is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Carrie sex scene. There is a little bit where Carrie. Um, is the one penetrating the player character, but it's not for very long. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so can, can Sophie, can you give us some context on Carrie? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Carrie is one of um, uh, Johnny's bandmates, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know if I'm misremembering that, because I, I actually... Mean, that would make sense of their bougie attitude and the fact they can afford <laughs> to burn a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if I'm... Like, I apologize for the comments if I if I am just completely misremembering this, but I believe, but this is a part of the game I haven't paid too much attention to because it was like my third playthrough and I was getting really uh, fucking bored of this game I hate. I, I have double checked. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are correct. Cool. So Carrie is one of Johnny's old bandmates who's really disillusioned with everything and like doesn't have the radical politics to keep going without Johnny because Johnny's so special and cool and is the only communist in the world. Um, so being rich and lonely has really like uh yeah made carrie a very like detached character and um uh he's kind of represented as a little like perhaps um suffering from poor mental health um what well, was yeah. it the boat being set on fire as <laughs> a part of <laughs> what, was it that, what was it that clued us in that yeah. maybe uh <laughs> there's something else I was going talking on about there. the wider game but yeah certainly when he sets the boat on fire in the middle of you having sex yeah. with it would be a, a bit of a clue too yeah <laughs> yeah so for anyone who hasn't watched these scene, this scene you know carrie starts off off being flirty and admitted being very like i am rich and i'm rich but i'm also flirting with you mm -hmm. and then he sets the sofa on fire on his boat while you're mid having yeah. sex and the yeah. player character no, neither the player character nor kerry stop having sex they just don't <laughs> seem bothered by the fire kind yeah. of really weird fire as thing as well because firstly he throws a lighter which like yeah, it, sh it should stop being on fire when it leaves No, it's his a hand. custom lighter he yeah. made so he can throw it at things. Ah. He has a whole bunch of them. He's, it's a fetish lighter for lighting the boat on fire. When well, no, he. The, it's happened to him several times where he had a lighter and then dramatically threw it and then he was like, shit. So he had these ones custom made and he's got a huge box and that he brings It really killed on. the mood because his partner was like, what, was, what were you trying to do? 
there, buddy. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I wanted to light the boat on I, fire. And they were like, what? My, my headcanon during this is that, like, he's got, like, a series of boats and that he, every time he has sex with a new person, this is a power move. This is how he establishes I, his... very rich. Like, he probably does yeah, have a series I, of boats. I want to make sex with me memorable, so I'm going to set it on fucking fire, fire while we're fucking... His you love language is setting boats on fire. So, interestingly, <laughs> this scene also uses jump cuts, but I actually yeah. kind of liked the use here because mm -hmm. they feel playful and like well know, he's also chaotic and so. yeah and he but, feel like it feels like in tune with what the characters would be doing like being, they, yeah 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 they are I'd less they are less intensely fast just uh, jump cuts which i think helps but you've also got the the context that was missing in some of the other scenes of the fire spreading through this place gives you context that time is passing during the jump cuts. Well, that's something I was going to say about the fire. It honestly felt like the fire didn't spread fast enough for me, but um, I think actually we can see a good example of the difference in the jump cuts if we look at this scene, because there's a scene, you're right, um, where Kerry is, is topping the player and penetrating the player, and um, there's a cut during that, again, from it happening to it ending, and mm. uh, it it doesn't feel to me again doesn't to me my you know See. my personal taste it doesn't feel like time has passed there. My but uh, there are later cuts that sh are cuts between more different kind of visually different shots and like and clothes coming off. Yeah, it, yeah. In the cuts the yeah. fire yeah. accelerating. The the thing is, <laughs> I didn't mind any of the cuts in this because in my head the whole time I was like. Even if this is them rushing through sex a bit more than, than <laughs> is, you know, my thing, I think the context of I've set I've set this boat on fire. We've got a time limit. One of us needs to come before we leave this boat. Right. Like gives right. me context for like, look, they're just gonna get this fucking done and done and out the boat they yeah, go. That's fair. If any if any of these scenes has a really good reason to be quick, it's <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the grossest part about this is I know in whatever the future city that they're in, that water is dirty. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah, about Cyberpunk is. as a as a game or as a universe has has convinced me that they are ecologically sensible about keeping the water clean. Yeah. <laughs> that water is full of dead bodies and pollution. Yeah. I yeah. feel like this scene is a good kind of counter to the Judy scene in that like yeah. this is like it's quick. It's chaotic, it's like aggressive, but to me it all I... felt like it was still telling like a cohesive like it like it has the same commitment to the vibe I, that the Judy I would scene say, has. Like as a as a as a trans woman being on both her and Grinder, I would say these scenes are the difference between her and Grinder. <laughs> like, yeah. Car Carrie is like a Grinder hookup with someone who likes to set boats on fire, and Judy, like you've been yearning for many, many weeks. You've had like several dates already. The yearning has reached a fever pitch. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I prefer both of both of those scenes to either of the quote-unquote straight scenes in the mm -hmm. middle. Yeah. I think I think that both of the more clear coded scenes are the more interesting ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same, 100%. And I think that's a sad thing because it's kind of like even um often even when straight people are, are just imagining queer sex, they imagine it more interesting than straight yeah, sex. And I, that's I, a, not to say that I know who no. wrote these or anything, but is it, no, it is but... an observable pattern? 
I will say something that I think is interesting about this just as a wider discussion point. Um, there was a whole controversy that happened around Cyberpunk's launch of people discovering quote-unquote how to hack in um, straight sex with Judy. Uh, was the the headline oh. that went around was being like oh oh it can ha oh you can you can mod it to work mm. and I was like why are people so fascinated with that and I think part of it is like there are probably a contingent of people who were looking for a straight romance who were disappointed and let down by what they were offered with the quote unquote straight options yeah maybe and... so I mean Judy is also going to be an appealing character to I mean, gamers being herself yeah. like a programmer like. Yeah, also, that's, yeah, like that's I think that's true I, too. I wonder if there is part of it that is just people disappointed that they their straight romance didn't end in anything nearly so interesting as what the Judy scene offered. So uh -huh. I have some thoughts on this because uh, in our previous discussions, like on our streams and stuff, we have talked about a few times how oftentimes um, queer romances are. Like, people feel that they are written and more fleshed out than a straight romance where it's like, in a movie, you may, ha you may have man and woman, and everyone's like, wait, they have no chemistry with each other. What? Now they're having sex? When did this happen? Um, and gay relationships tend to be built up a lot more because, I, like, our theory for that was basically that, like, a straight person needs to find it more believable like, they need to be sold on yeah. the idea that these two people care about each other and love each other and it's... are in a relationship. Yeah. I, I think you're very right on that. I think there is this idea of, um, of non-straight romances having to be justified and having yes. to be like, oh, there, there, it, there has to be a reason for it, mm -hmm. is this sort of, like, belief and understanding. And I, I think that definitely has an impact. Hmm. Uh... Um... Should we move on to the Meredith? Was it Meredith Stout? Is that her mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the one that, when we were talking before the show, that I think Sophie was saying was their most interesting one. Okay. Um, I like so the David Bowie that, haircut. <laughs> so I think, to, to explain that, I think there's a lot going on here. And um, reflecting on like what, what we discussed about before the show, like I still do think that, yeah, Judy is just like, inarguably the best one and in that sense i almost just get used to judy's scene being the best one and then i and then i'm looking at the other ones and i'm like oh this one's interesting i, I kind of overhype it um <laughs> but 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 if i might offer a lukewarm defense here um meredith stout's character is someone who is a is a high-powered executive businesswoman who works for militech the american military contractor in night city and um you like accept a uh, a chip from her to help track like a gang's financial transactions and then she you know there's a vibe or whatever so you can go hook up with her later and when you show up to the room if we watch the scene uh cyberpunk 2077 sex with meredith stout um on pornhub um it's you show up to the room and she is in like <laughs> She's in BDSM gear like, uh, yeah. with a spike collar and like uh, a coupless bra with like uh, plasters over her nipples and like a harness and l huge thigh-high leather boots. And I'm just I, like, okay, this is kind of cool. I, I kind of like this. Honestly, I agree. It is <laughs> it is rare that you get anything like beyond vanilla 
in video yeah, game sets. Right. And, I, and I also, like, I was playing um, most of my playthroughs as a trans woman, uh, like, making my character a trans woman, so I, I, there's an added element that, like, the so her, char- her character is bisexual, you can romance her no matter what, I think, and, oh, I, I might be wrong about that. I, I, I believe so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. so, like, from my perspective, this was a queer scene, um, I, and so to me, I thought that was, it was really interesting in that way, that it was, like, she is someone who is has specific taste, and she is really into it, and she likes to just have a quick one-night stand with someone I, she picks up a vibe from, and I don't I, know, I thought that was cool. I, I agree. I really liked the sort of nonchalant energy about this. Um, yeah. Like, she's, it's very much a scene of like, hey, I know what I want. I'm going to take charge. I'm just going to fuck you. And that's pretty rad. And right. I'm also, for video games, I know that like fucking cyberpunk is, is chock full of the things to the point that it's almost laughable, or at least <laughs> it was at launch. But uh-huh. like, it's nice having a sex scene that has sex toys in the background that implies, hey, you know, these are a these are a, a part of sex for some people, and like, right. And then she's that... like, yeah. And then she's like tribbing with you, and like between your legs, yeah. suggesting she's penetrating you and stuff. And you yeah, know, as far as I'm aware, she's a cis woman, and yeah. So there's a lot going on there relating to toys and gear, and yeah, yeah. You don't get a lot of video games portraying like, hey, woman using toys to fuck. Yeah, and like that's that's a rare thing to see in a video game. So I guess that's the thing that really stood out to me. I thought that was just kind of <laughs> really cool. And yeah. and I would say comparing again to Judy because it's always comparing to Judy is the gold <laughs> standard, right? With Judy, I finished that romance side quest, and I was like, I will play that again because that was really moving, and I liked the scuba diving mission, and the sex scene was really above and beyond better than like anything else, and that's awesome. I I will play that again. I got to the end of this and I hit the like re- the you know the uh, PS4 can like record what the last thirty <laughs> seconds or whatever. I was like, I was like, what did I just see? I need a video of that. I am so like, that was so unexpected. Like, it's... I, yeah, like. <laughs> this uh-huh. is like the kind of sex scene that I would have expected more of in Cyberpunk too. Like, uh-huh. yeah, the way that they were building up at least all of their like you know edgy decisions. Not that I'm saying all of those sex scenes and romances have to be this way, but this is like the, when I saw this one, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." The right. mark, the marketing would have lent itself to this kind of thing because, like, cyberpunk as like a genre, as a setting, as a story here is so much about like, hey, everyone can just customize to shit their whole experience. Uh-huh. Like, they can they can be whoever the hell they want. And to see most of the sex be very, very vanilla in this in this setting is right. Like that that would not be the case. There'd be a lot of very kinky shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's if we definitely didn't... been a lot cut out. Like it's a known thing that a lot has been cut out of cyberpunk. Yeah. I, yeah. This feels like one of the things. It felt to me. I was my expectation was so. Again, you already alluded to it, Laura. But like there there are dildos just everywhere in the release version of the game just absolutely everywhere yeah uh, and seeing that my expectation when it gets past act, act one and you're able to access the full map was that there would be a lot of sex workers and then when there were only two i was like okay that is definitely i yeah. can, cannot change my mind something that has been cut there would there were definitely going to be like there's no way there is no way and 
this feels like something that managed to not get like managed to not get cut. Maybe it was finished already or whatever, but it just feels I, like that. Like I I got it, a, into a vision that never got achieved. Mm-hmm. I got a very similar vibe. Uh-huh. Um, so I think the last scene that you had sent over was the Joy Toy one? Uh, yes. So, uh, there are two sex workers in the game referred to as Joy Toys. Um, one male, one female. I could not find footage of one of them, uh, for today, but we've got the female Joy Toy video, which I forget what the name of the video was. Um, Did you want to pull it up? Which one? The last video that they had. Um, you should find the it's a, it's in the other joy chat. toy. I, if yeah, you yeah can, I just don't want that to be on the recording. No, I know. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, I was trying to find the other one. If you've got any explanation you can give us, I'd be fascinated to hear. I can, I can talk through it without, if you want. One second, I'm just seeing if I can find it myself. Because, like, so this yeah. is Cyberpunk 2077 female joy toy on Pornhub. Um, so we have this one pulled up. You basically walk up to one of the uh, joy toys on the street, and you're like, she's like, do you want any company? And you're like, eh, fuck it. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) you do a really nonchalant gesture because you pay people in this game by like finger guns at them, (laughs) and so so you do this like finger like very like hey cowboy, and then you're just doing it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so this one for anyone not watching it um she's dressed up in sort of like a leopard print or similar animal print uh outfit and she does a slightly animalistic dance and then uh, they have some very vanilla sex yes that's pretty much yeah it's yeah <laughs> i, I did honest, a gyrate on the table even now though the, like, now sex. little like gyrate dance thing is like kind of awkward i kind of liked it anyway <laughs> Because I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I found an alternate link, and I will send on Twitter now. Oh, lovely! Um, so this one has both scenes in. Uh, unfortunately, it's unfortunately it's called Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, all hookers sex scenes. But it has oh. the male joy toy in as well, and oh. I thought it was absolutely essential that people see this because he is just so fascinating. The mm-hmm. fact that. Some creative decided yeah. he should have a fedora. On Twitter. <laughs> um, I'm loading up now. Uh, a yeah. fedora, you say? So someone was dressing the male sex worker for this game, and they were like, I'm going to make a oh, sexy oh boy. Oh, no. How do I make a sexy boy? Okay, vest. And I'm like, 10 out of 10, sleeveless vest, good move. That's a good, that's on, that's on, that, you know, you're on path, the right. Fedora, and I'm like, excuse, what now? And they're like, gym shorts and i'm like what are you no hang on what what are you maybe he's wearing a glow sticker on his neck i'm like what is happening no this is not sexy stop i will say the only element of this that i buy into and i'm like okay i can see that that why you did this is the glow stick around the neck gives Uh vibes of i've just come out the club i'm probably still high i'm 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 up for a hookup if you are Yes. Oh like, there's a little bit of that vibe going on but gosh say in the so you can see uh, with the lights off Right, yeah, there you go. There you go. The fedora with the gym shorts? Oh my god. Okay. Right, so you can see what he's packing. Um, Oh, oh, that's what it is. It's the sweats. It's like, oh, you can see it. Oh, yeah, the hat stays on. Uh, Yeah, it really needs to be he takes it off eventually, but like you start making out, uh, making out while he's still got the hat on, and I don't like that. 
there's something um i i want to point out which is that as the scene begins there is a there are a couple of frames just because this is just how buggy this game is there are a couple of frames where he's a terrifying rorschach man um <laughs> because his character model hasn't loaded in so he's just like as if he's in a morph suit uh just for a couple of frames as the as the scene begins if you watch this video um so yeah you just get to have sex with rorschach for a second uh or if if you're running a base ps4 probably the whole scene uh not just a second men go uh, to jail dogs get put down <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, goodness i feel like the glow stick necklace is kind of cool uh-huh. Yeah, the fedora. I'll skip the fedora. No, I <laughs> want fedora, sweatpants, like gym shorts, tank top, glow stick. Is he wearing neck. sandals? Is he wearing yes. sandals? I believe so. Yes. See, I'll say this: this is not in any way sexy to me, but <laughs> it is fascinating, and I kind of wish more video game porn would be like, "Hey, here's a character." Who is one hundred percent not who you would think you would have sex with? No, no, no. Like, no. see video like games go summer. off the beaten track. The, the energy this guy gives me is guy who's not from this city, but is here for the weekend and is trying to live it up. And like this was the outfit that they thought would really no. kill it. You, you, you know what? You know what I want to see video games do from now on. Um, if you're gonna have sex worker NPCs. Hit the character creator randomize button and the outfit <laughs> randomize button, and hey players, you get who you get on your save file. Do you want to ha- do you want to have sex with them? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I do feel like you could probably see this man walking around like an older man walking on like Miami, who's like trying to like look young and like sexy oh. in like the gay oh. part of town. And this yeah. is what he picked out? Uh, no, I can see that, actually. Yeah. I think the closest necklace and the tank top, I have, I wouldn't fault, actually. It's it's the hat doesn't go with those. <laughs> my favorite... Well, the hat isn't sexy, is not going to be sexy any way around. My favorite NPC of Cyberpunk 2077, and the only thing I really enjoyed about the game, was walking around looking at all the NPCs. But there's one NPC mix and match, you know, where they have all the things. She uh-huh. looks like a, a rich woman, and she has, like, a tennis outfit on. She seems so, like, fancy. But me being a weirdo, I was just, like, ran up to her butt. She's got a shitty butt. She shit her pants! <laughs> There's a rich, fancy-looking lady, like, NPC. And if you look, crouch down and look at her butt, she has a shitty butt. <laughs> she has stains on her butthole. <laughs> in on her shorts so she's like this rich looking tennis lady who looks oh like she God. just got home from a tennis lesson and her she shit her ass and it's the best early from the lesson because she shit her pants yeah well and there's more multiples of her with the same like different color shorts but with oh, the same yeah, ass like shit yeah. stain and it's amazing Have you all seen righteous gemstones no Mm-mm. right a character in that who is like an ex-goth who has been saved by one of the ministers and really funny show by the way definitely watch it uh speaking of his character one of the funniest fucking things is when he like relapses as a goth and so like the minister has to go find him and like walks in to find him in like a full latex suit in a in a sensory deprivation tank uh as described by the others as like 
the baby like he's regressing but he's got like his his knob out and he's got like a, a raging hard on um and then they have this like very like passionate scene of him trying to like save him from the darkness of being a goth but he's just got like a huge boner the whole time it's great anyway he that character i think he's called keith or keith and there is one npc who is replicated everywhere in night city who looks exactly like him and all i could think about was that scene whenever i saw him <laughs> when i was playing the game was just him all zipped up and i was just like god fucking damn why did they do this <laughs> to be fair like some of the npcs i really really liked their whole outfit and vibe but yeah i <laughs> some of them i was just like what <laughs> what was yeah. this choice here um yeah. so, so interesting yeah that's that is all of the videos did we have anything uh else or anything more general that anyone wanted to talk about while we've got the space to talk about cyberpunk and sex and bodies and whatnot i guess one thing that's interesting to me about cd project red as a studio and like the way that they try and push boundaries with like sex in AAA games is like the industry distinction for uh like established porn i think between softcore and hardcore is penetration like mm. because in because a scene can actually be softcore because they are actually just simulating sex and just pretending and you're not seeing it you know, or rather you're not seeing the print the penetration um and that's something that occurred to me about about this, the scenes in cyberpunk that like if we were to abandon the distinction of like is it pornographic or isn't it it's like well we are seeing these people's naked bodies and they are having sex so let's just say it is but it goes like almost it, it really goes kind of right up to the dis that distinction rather, rather than the distinction between like a sex scene or porn which i think is a very silly yeah. and distinction it really goes right up to the distinction between softcore and hardcore actually because yeah. again to do with that that esrb rating thing they're just like just hiding people's genitals it's... just off screen all the time yeah, like, it's hard to deny that, like, the, I know we keep coming back to the Judy scene. That is a scene <laughs> where it's like, yeah, you do not see the genitals, I don't think. It, it's very careful to not show them. But, like, that is two naked people where very clearly oh. they're fingering each other and rolling around in bed and having a wonderful old time. Like, but you do see her pussy tattoo. She has, a, like, a pussy tattoo yes. just above yes. her crotch, which I think is fantastic. I'm just like, that's... Like, what a genius. Her oh. mind, I'm jealous. <laughs> Side note, just because I did take the time to translate it, but the the belly tattoo, the Russian tattoo on the female joy toy says Sudba, and it means fate. So, thank you that one semester of Russian stuff. language that I took, and I was like, wait, that's the Cyrillic alphabet, I can translate that. This is the thing that we occasionally have to do on this show, where we have to try and work out a thing without telling anyone why we're working it out. Because there's that one time we saw a flag in the background of a porn, yes. and I was like, I have to understand where this porn came from, this flag, but I can't tell Twitter. Is this racist or not? We gotta know. I was like, I was like is, this, is, this, is this fascist or not? I'm not entirely sure. It looks like it might be. But Twitter, I'm going to ask without telling you I saw it in porn. Oh my god. But one of the reasons uh, that I thought that that tattoo specifically was kind of interesting is because I do feel like, and this is kind of getting away from the like sex scene thing a bit, but in a lot of like cyberpunk or like futuristic 
you know, media, the language that used to use a lot is Chinese because there was that whole thing where it's, I mean, the, the history of like why that exists is a bit too long to explain here, but, um, I thought it was interesting considering that CD Projekt Red are Polish that they would have her have a Russian tattoo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's well, it's, it's Japanese. That's all over the game. Um, and it's like Japanese global dominant but it, it, it it's this isn't it the same kanji alphabet between japanese and chinese i don't i actually oh, know the... i was also kind of thinking about like 90s sci-fi where it's like you know because uh-huh. they were like oh china's such a big country and they're going to i don't know chinese is going to be the language well, that everyone the 80s, speaks blah 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 in the 80s and 90s they were particularly obsessed with the idea that japan was going to take yeah. over the world like, they had the but um it's extra interesting the thing about Russian because the USSR still exists in the world of 2077. Oh, so that's yeah. just an extra interesting thing. The the USSR still exists in their world, so eh, maybe she's from the USSR or something. I don't know. That's <laughs> an an extra note, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for gathering up all the footage of these scenes. We didn't get far enough in this game to like actually view any of this content with the character because I think just you know got a, li- a bit burnt out on covering it this, before we got this far. This game was a lot. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to finally have my script ready. Uh, any of you are welcome to read it. It's like, I'm just going through everything. It's a very complete analysis of everything wrong. Yeah. Uh, I find I'm, it really I'm very... Oh, go ahead, Laura. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I do find it very interesting how, like, so much of the marketing and hype around this game was built up around, like, the character creator, do whatever you want. We already mentioned the whole, like, customize your genitals thing Mm. and how, like, what they did didn't really end up living up to all of that, even close. Um, people made like a really big deal out of some of that stuff and it was like well there was like two options for penises I think and only three yep. options for breasts medium penis or big penis mm-hmm. yeah um, and so it's just it was kind of and you know tying I think what did they tie the pronouns to the voice that you use I think yeah. which yeah. is you know just kind of honestly like a weird and unnecessary choice even if you're not you know, like, why not just yeah. let people pick whatever they want if you're going to really market this as, like, create your character however you want. Just make yeah. all the options, like, plug and play. It's so. something I touch on my script, but I, it, it's... When you play the full game, especially if you play it a few times over, like, it, it becomes more and more and more apparent that it was made by a lot of people who weren't communicating very well with each other. Like, mm. that, and that's kind of the thing that explains a lot of it. Like, the the character creator was clearly made by someone who was like, well, we should let people be whatever they want because this is cyberpunk. And then someone told them, okay, but other people are going to need you to make it so that you are one of two genders. And so they were like, oh, fuck, well, I don't know. Okay, I guess we'll tie it to voice or something because that's the that's the internal reason why we need that thing because of the two voice actors. And then that didn't actually end up mattering in any of those other decisions because there are barely any places where they reference V's gender anyway. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just such a failure of communication. That's the thing. It's just like, 
it, it becomes really apparent yeah it reminds me a little bit of fallout 4 where they're like you can be anything you want and you can be polyamorous and fuck whoever you want and it's like but also you have to be in a heterosexual marriage in the beginning and have a baby yes it's like okay yeah. well couldn't you just have same sex marriage no well how would you have the baby it's the future already in right. the in the game <laughs> right. it's already the future yep. they make they things out of pods all the time you're saying have, i can't make a pod have baby it, have it be adoption if you like that is a viable option but there's mm, like yeah. a, there's an interesting thing in fallout 4 now that you bring it up actually which is because you can have equality or inequality and you can have it thoughtfully or unthoughtfully, right? And a lot of the time, most uh, most things essentially have unthoughtful inequality where they reproduce um, mm. inequality just by not thinking about it and repeating things. Some things try to do this sort of thoughtless equality where they're just like, people are just the same and that's fine. And Fallout 4 is a really good example of that because like, um, because of what you were saying, like you're just in a heterosexual relationship to begin with and so them giving you whatever options you want it's just like okay but you already wrote my character in, in that sense um and another example is like when you pick up like an audio log from your spouse if it's your wife telling you you're a great father as well as a cool lawyer and a genius or whatever right mm -hmm. that's actually not the same as your husband telling you you're a great mother like actually you're a great father and you're a great mother do actually have different connotations in society yeah. and that like thoughtless equality is just really like so different yeah, that's the thing yeah this is it's just like and then there's obviously thoughtful inequality when you're trying to highlight a problem and you can be thoughtfully equal where you actually actually try and make that a, a different thing i don't know like I don't know. I, I guess Steven Universe or something like that would be a good example where things are kind of like people are generally treated equally, but they deliberately explore how that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had an example that's completely left me of um game a game that did that, and it's I had right. it. And it's completely left me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of the same thing here, where like you can make your character trans in your head canon, but mm. not in a way that means anything in the game and you could imagine that this society of the future in 50 years from now they are so accepting of gender and like so gender abolitionist that that's why it just doesn't make a difference for you to be trans but like that's just not true yeah yeah <laughs> be a lie if you said that that would just not be the case yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could say it but you'd be lying yeah uh <laughs> well there well, we go yeah we we, we did Cyber we did a cyberpunk Cyber episode Whoa. Hey. <laughs> uh, well, this thank has been you great so much for joining us sophie yeah no worries i'm around anytime you want to talk about sex and porn it's my favorite <laughs> thing <laughs> We, cool, should do, yeah. we should do self-promotion. Where can people find you? Oh, cool. I will do that. Um, I'm Sophie, and I'm Thamer Sophie, like gamer, but they, you see, it's very clever, on Twitch and Twitter, and I'm Curio on YouTube, but I'm Curio Vids on Patreon, and that's the one you should check out, because currently there is a video called The Matrix Sequels Are Good Actually for $2 or more than $2 patrons, and it's really good, and YouTube isn't accepting it at the moment because of their bullshit copyright system. So you can only get it on Patreon, and it's really good, so you should go watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and there'll he... also be a video about cyberpunk very soon. I should actually say that because it's relevant to the episode. <laughs> also, also for people that that like stuff that me and Mario do, we've talked about being on Dice Funk before. You're on Dice Funk now. I am on Dice Funk now. I just joined, and I'm a a gay owl lady. Hooray! Hooray. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Laura K. Buzz basically everywhere on the internet. I've got a book coming out called Gender Euphoria that's coming out on the 10th of June, which is like a month away. Uh, Stacy. Uh, yes, you can find me at Geek Remix a lot on Twitter and Instagram. I also have an OnlyFans if you like buff girls in lingerie. That's OnlyFans.com slash Geek Remix a lot. And then Mari and I stream on Twitch together under Geek Remix, and we also put the streams on YouTube. Where can people find you, Mari? On Twitter and Instagram and TikTok under at Geek Remix. So, thank you everybody so much. Bye! Bye. Bye.